It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Vents. This is Fed Weekly. A collaboration between Vice and Brent 2020, London Borough of Culture. Get a cracking. This is Vent Daily. I'm Sabrina. This week we're putting out an episode every single day, and every episode is a conversation about mental health. For our last two episodes, I've decided to do something a little bit different. I'm a member of the Blueprint Collective, a group of young creative people at the heart of Brent 2020 London Borough of Culture. We've been running Google Hangout sessions facilitated by director of Mindspray, Errol Donald, where we talk about mental health during lockdown. This weekend, I'm sharing some snippets of those conversations with you. Just a heads up, this does mean we recorded the audio over video call, so it may sound a little glitchy, but the quality of the conversation is 100%. Today you'll hear the voices of Blueprint Collective members Raiden Anandra Natligawa, Lauren Adiyemi, Zain Al-Sukni and me. And the voice of our facilitator is Errol Donald. We're talking about looking after ourselves and each other. The first voice you'll hear is Raiden's. When I see emails now and people are like, instead of saying, hi, and then they say what they want. They're like, of course, I hope your family's safe and I hope your family and you are amazing and great and happy. And I'm like, <laughs> wow, do we never really, did we never ask these things before? Did we never genuinely mean, I hope this email finds you well when we actually asked that? Like, I feel like we, we it's just interesting how we're asking how you are. And like, I think we actually really want to find out more now before we're more like, there's just stuff that we say in conversation. But like, I think we realize it's, we don't really know what's going on in other people's lives at all. Um, and like, just because it's COVID, people have been going through stuff and have been going through stuff. So it's a bit weird to kind of now kind of think that it's only normal to ask those kind of more intrusive questions about how you are now when these are the questions that we don't really ask in general, I think. And that's why everyone feels a lot more disconnected, I think. Is there anything that you've learned that you feel that you could share with someone else in terms of supporting their well-being? I think... Instead of, I think being at home with my sister and my family, I think we've learned a lot about how we, like the kind of language we use, um, but mostly taking more time to actually listen as opposed to kind of find solutions, trying to provide solutions to people by giving them quick fixes, saying, okay, now I'm just going to listen in silence and I'm actually going to just hear you out and like genuinely just just be present um, as opposed to be like just yeah just be present and listening I think is what I've learned to do more um and not necessarily having a quick fix for anything just just being there I think okay thank you thank you anyone else can I just jump in on that I think what I've learned about relationships during this whole COVID period is that 
no one's owed you anything and they still don't owe you anything. And I just mean that in response to how you how you maintain those friendships, because I think we still don't realise that people are still going through their own bouts of mental health and issues that are going on. Mm. And I think I saw like different social media posts being like, just because they don't check on, up on you doesn't mean they don't, they don't care about you and like for me I'm one of those people that always checks up on my friends and I'm like oh and I've been doing that so much in COVID and I'm like oh no wait no one's checked up on me but that's because everyone knows how I'm doing you know what I mean um, but then when I do get that text I'm like oh my god that's so sweet you care but just because no one's actively gone out of their way to ask you how you are or you know sometimes half the time I question like when I'm asking someone how are you do I actually mean it or am I just doing it out you know just out of practice or out of respect or to just be cordial so I think I've just realized like just do you and no one really owes you anything. I think that's my main takeaway from relationships during this time. And I feel like people need to remember that we're all going through like a pandemic. So if someone doesn't message you or anything, exactly. it's the whole world doesn't revolve around you. And yeah. like, sometimes you need to let like let people live. Um, just with my relationships with like just my family members, for example, I've realized that, well, I knew this before, but my mum is obviously older than me, but we have a lot of similarities, even though, cause me and my mom, like we used to just argue a lot. And I used to be at time of, oh, you don't understand how it is now. It's mm-hmm. changed. Like you're from a different generation. Like you don't understand, but I feel like knowing her more we kind of have a lot of similarities. There's even times where I'm listening to music and I hate when my mom does this, but she turns around and she's like, how do you know that song? That song is for my time. And I'm just like, yeah. well, you listen to it and I'm, I'm hearing it. Of course, I, like, I know that that song as well. And something else, I don't know if your family members have been doing this, but we've been making a lot of TikToks like abandoned from my house (laughs) my mum has been making tiktoks with us and even though i say oh god this is so embarrassing it helps us with our mental health because it's so funny yeah and it keeps us occupied and sometimes we have to learn tiktok dances and it's so hard i have to make sure we're in sync and it's just it's just a whole lot of stuff and even like my dad has joined in and my dad doesn't dance at all and it's it's (laughs) hilarious so just like doing that, I feel like we've really bonded over TikTok, which is really strange. But I think that like some apps can actually make you come together. I think that's what I've learned. Anyone else in terms of um, any advice they would give to anyone in terms of how they can support and maintain their, their mental health? Um, I would say like there's no, for me, I feel like there was no substitute for actual therapy. But at times like this, of course, the people that are on the front line, like our aunties, our uncles, our cleaners that are um, nurses, they, they need that. And we forget that, like, that's something that, um, that's like right now, I, I think, well, in, in like Manchester and parts of London, the the hotlines for mental health therapy for queer people have like increased like 300% um, because a lot of us are coming back into the closet or um, being forced into homes that are homophobic or, situations that are like traumatic um and there is no other way of actually understanding how to cope with that other than through actual therapy but like obviously nhs is strained um and all of that but i think for for that community specifically there's apps like liberate um like for poc um queer people that's like a wellness app i think for me as well there's been instagrams like misery party and mostly digital spaces 
that are made out for people um, specifically for mental health stuff. So I think there's no other substitute for trying to seek out actual help if you actually need help from like specialists. Yeah. Would, 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 would that be your advice to someone who's who's, uh, who's listening to the podcast and is experiencing um, something that they they don't feel they have somewhere to to share that with or don't feel comfortable sharing or just are in a space where they are um, feeling isolated? Would you, What would your advice be to somebody in, in that situation? I think... There's a lot of conversation around mental health now. It's become something that like everyone is so used to, um, but I don't think in a way it's just thrown around a lot. I would encourage it to be more normalized, but not normalized in a way that it's becomes trivial, but actually like seen as um, normal to actually go and seek out therapy because I think it's changed me. And I think it's something that I think, I wish my parents had done. I wish everyone in relationships would do. Um, yeah, I, th- I would. I would encourage that. I think um, okay. it's kind of rich to say in a country like this where we actually have that service. But um, yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, who who else would like to, to perhaps suggest uh, some ways or some just give us some advice for, for somebody experiencing similar or or other challenges uh, around maintaining their own mental health and well-being? One is continuing to expand my knowledge. Because I hate the idea of like not learning anything for an extended period of time. So even if it's just the smallest thing, like random facts, like I'm the sort of person where I'll go onto YouTube and search 101 of the weirdest facts in the world and just watch that for the, the whole, like my whole night. Because it's just, just continuously learning something I enjoy a lot. Who, you know, what, would, how, what advice would you give to somebody? Um who was experiencing you know anxiety of, of any kind really or a sense of isolation what, what advice would you give to them in terms of maintaining so, their, their mental health um mainly keep trying so if let's say you, you you've got anxiety and you're finding like you're stressed about everything and whatever you're doing now is distracting you isn't distracting you i mean and you know nothing's taking your mind off it you're not enjoying anything keep searching because like i've mentioned before like I didn't. I didn't feel like I, I felt like I was boring. I didn't have anything apart from football, and I sat down and tried to read articles, read some books, and there wasn't really anything at first that was giving me that sense of, you know, uh, loss of time. And I had to keep like doing new things every single day until I, something finally clicked. Like, yes, this is what I enjoy. Yes, this is fun. Yes, this is something that I'm gonna keep doing. So yeah, definitely keep trying, keep searching, because. There's, there's thousands of stuff like out there and mm. you, you don't really um, find it until you find one thing that then leads on to different paths after. Okay. That would be my piece of advice, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. To anyone that's like suffering from, is it mental health and isolation? Are those the two key points. I would say, one, try to get out of your house as much as possible, if that's where it's coming from, or even if it isn't, because I guess you might associate all those emotions with being inside as well, even if you're feeling a bit anxious. I would say like, just try and walk around a tiny bit, get some fresh air, also reach out to people, um, like, um, Wait until I think there's different helplines you can reach out to, or reach out to friends and just talk to them, or I don't know. There's I think talking to people I think is always the best way, 
Also, I think this is the time, just don't feel pressure. I think try. I think that this is the time where everyone's just always going to be online or people know, like Raiden's saying, that people are always creating and feeling forced to create and, you know, has something to do with your identity as well. I think don't feel pressure to, to fall into that trend. If it's not for you, try and find something else. I think we should all sink back into our inner child because I think when we were a child, we were the, we were the most creative. We were finding ways to entertain ourselves and do things and think out the box. And I think just this is a good time to just self-reflect and think mm. about ourselves and our personal growth and where we want to be. Yeah. Mm, I feel like you so many good points. No, I definitely think a main one is like connecting with friends and family, keeping in touch with them. Um, even if that's like having like quiz night, me and my family members have been having quiz night and it's something to look forward to each week, even though it is it's stressed, like just formulating it. Um, saying more affirmations to yourself, like especially during this time, like it's going to be okay, you're going to be all right. The emotions that you're feeling now is is normal and loads of people are feeling that. That's, um, that was incredible. Thank you all very, very much. Um, your advice was in, incredible but just generally your your contribution over the kind of two sessions has been uh, amazing thank you for listening to vent daily this episode was produced by the vent production team jess lawson amelia gill moeed majid and ardley adlington with help from amanda fernandez deandra nataligawa and the blueprint collective Vent is a collaboration between Vice and Brent 2020, London Borough of Culture. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.